Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk about these three terms, a mineral occurrence, a mineral deposit, and an ore deposit. And what exactly do those mean? Now, an old cynical friend of mine once told me, always chase the money. Look where the money's come from to find out why decisions get made. And in today's episode, it's a little bit that way because the difference between some of these terms relies on money, not necessarily on geology. So this episode may be a small lesson about the economics behind mineral and ore deposits more than about the geology. But bear with me, because it's interesting stuff. So to start with, I want to talk about the term mineral occurrence. And we sometimes see these marked on geologic maps, where some form of mineral that geologists pinpoint out as being interesting, it could be a metallic mineral, but not necessarily so, but they have noticed it while they've been out in the field and marked it on a map, and they put that down as a mineral occurrence. A mineral occurrence makes no description or definition about how much of that mineral there is. All a mineral occurrence says is that if you go to this location, you will be able to find the mineral that's been identified. And in my field experience, many of the places that I've been to that have been marked as a mineral occurrence normally provides me with some evidence of the minerals being there, but maybe not being able to find a huge quantity of the mineral itself. So a good example of that would be copper. Sometimes I see on a map that there's a copper mineralization occurrence. When I go and visit that location, I will find some blue and green stainings on the rocks, which are like secondary minerals of the copper that may have been weathered out but I might not actually be able to find large amounts of the original sulphide copper minerals. But then I think the original geologist was really saying, you know, I recognize that there's some mineral here and it may be worthwhile in the future coming back to this location and having a closer look to see if there's enough of that mineral that a company could come in and mine for a profit. Again, from my experience, Mineral occurrences marked on a geologic map are really from maps that were being developed in the middle of last century. So around the 30s and the 40s and onwards, there was a period of time when finding mineral deposits that may have been able to provide strategic materials for a war effort was an important thing for a geologist to recognize and mark on a map. Far more recent maps don't have mineral occurrences marked as often. So that then brings me from a mineral occurrence to a mineral deposit. A mineral deposit is a deposit of a mineral that's been large enough for someone to even go in and try to work out exactly how much of that mineral there is. And they may, after a considerable amount of work, find that While the mineral is there in a concentration worth looking at, the amount of the mineral is not large enough for them to be able to dig it out of the ground and make a profit. So again, on many maps, 
when mineral deposits have been placed, it normally means that somebody has identified that a mineral is there and that it is in large enough quantities that it's more than just an occurrence and they may have undertaken research to work out the amount, size, purity, quality of that mineral and have made the decision that while this mineral deposit is there, it is not yet able to be mined economically. And that is what a mineral deposit is. And I guess this is where the money part comes in. Because to tip a mineral deposit across to an ore deposit in classification is all about the money. You see, an ore deposit is a mineral deposit that can be extracted and make money. And if we talk about the make money part, that means that the cost of extracting it from the ground, digging the hole, stockpiling it, sending it to market, is going to be less than the value of the material they're digging out that they can then sell. So if you like, if you have a mineral deposit and all of a sudden the value of that mineral increases dramatically, that mineral deposit could actually now become an ore deposit because an ore deposit, by definition, has to be able to be mined for a profit. There are many examples of where there have been mineral deposits that have sat untouched, unmined for decades, then the value of the mineral has increased dramatically making those mineral deposits all of a sudden profitable to mine, so they've become an ore deposit. The same is true in reverse, where there's been ore deposits that have been able to be mined for a profit, then the price of that commodity has dropped, and then it is no longer profitable to mine that deposit, so it is no longer an ore deposit, it just becomes a mineral deposit. And so in the resources world, There are mining companies that go and buy up tracts of land or have permits to explore over tracts of land that contain mineral deposits. And what the company is trying to do is to do further research to work out whether those mineral deposits could become ore deposits. In other words, can they now extract those minerals for a profit, making the mineral deposit effectively become an ore deposit? Now, the factors that can drive a mineral deposit into becoming an ore deposit could be on both sides of the fiscal equation. It could be that the price of the commodity goes up. So let's say it's a gold deposit. It may be that at the moment, the cost of mining that gold deposit is greater than the cost of the gold that you would get out when you sell it. So there's no point in mining it because you're not going to make any profit. But if the price of gold then all of a sudden climbs up and skyrockets, then all of a sudden that mineral deposit will become profitable. On the other side of the coin, technology can actually reduce the cost of extracting that mineral, meaning that while the commodity price might increase, the cost of extraction can decrease and therefore all of a sudden the mineral deposit can become profitable and therefore you've got an ore deposit. But I guess the most important thing to realise here is that if you see things like an ore deposit marked on a geologic map, there is a great chance that a mining or exploration company has the rights to that deposit and therefore you can't just go bowling in and collecting in it. 
because they own the rights. So you will need to seek permission before you can go and collect materials around those deposits. And normally, you can find out who has those if you go to your state's Department of Mines or Mineral Resources and try to find out the information about the current leases over the land where you want to go. As always in the geology world, it is very good practice to always seek who owns the land and ask their permission before you go wandering on. And that is true for amateur rockhounds and collectors as much as it's true for professional geologists. And so I hope I've explained the difference between these terms, mineral occurrence, mineral deposit, and ore deposit. So if you ever see these written in a map, or if you see it in some book about where you can go and collect, you'll have a better idea of what those terms mean. But as always, if you are looking for more geological information, or if you're a teacher looking for activities for your students, or you're a rockhound who's out there and wants to learn more about geology so they can be more successful in what you do, then please go and check out our site. That's geoetc.com, G-E-O-E-T-C.com. And maybe also check out the trips that we are now running. We have got multiple trips running every year, and we would be delighted if you would come and join us in Italy, Australia, Iceland, Hawaii, and more. But for now, keep on rocking.